Welcome back to another episode of the Live Better podcast by Centric FCU. I'm your host and Centric's community partner coordinator, Carmen Gonzalez. I'm so excited that you're here. Every month we post a new episode where I'm joined by a guest to chat about finances and all things living better. Subscribe today so that you never miss an episode. Today we are joined by Tony Crawford, who works at Summit Financial. Um, Summit Financial is one of Centric's, um, we partnered with them. You've heard her before if you're a regular listener with us. Um, We partner with them to provide their expertise on retirement planning, estate planning, and so many other things that um, our employees are not experts in. So thank you so much for joining us again today, Tony. Well, thank you for having me back. So um, last time we had you here, we did get to know you a little bit. So I won't ask you to tell us about yourself, but what about your favorite things to do or about the holiday season? Sure. Change of topic. So (laughs) explore some other areas. Um, I would say for the holiday season, I mean, being a born again believer, um, one of my favorite things is the Advent season, the Advent Mm -hmm. scriptures, the lighting of the Advent candle. I just really feel like that um, emphasizes and focuses the reason for the season, which is Christ. And uh, so that is something that is very important to me and dear to me each each Christmas season to do. Um, But as far as a tradition, we do kind of a fun thing um, my family does when we're decorating the tree. Everywhere that we go on our trips, um, we try to pick up an ornament. So, you know, if it's a senior trip or a anniversary trip or maybe it's somewhere we haven't been before, we pick up an ornament. And so it's just a lot of fun to pull those ornaments out while we're decorating the tree mm-hmm. and reliving some of those trips. And, you know, my children are grown now. And so it's interesting to hear um, what they remember about those trips. So it's just a a fun way to kind of relive the memories that, you know, we have as a family. So that's that's one of my favorite things to do. In fact, we did that this past Saturday. And, you know, of course, we had to turn the air way down because I think it was, (laughs) you know, 80 degrees outside. But we drank hot chocolate anyway. (laughs) Uh, So uh, those are probably the – I could go on for, you know – a lot longer, but those are probably two of my favorites. Yes, I know. The holiday season's so fun just because, I mean, I personally love Christmas lights. And then just that extra bit of magical cheerfulness. And, you know, it's just fun hanging out with family and friends. And I know as me and my siblings have gotten older, we've definitely um, started appreciating how much more we, you know, want to actually be around each other. Or we have, you know, a little extra time because things are canceled. Um, and so it's definitely a fabulous season. Yes. Absolutely. Good family time. <laughs> yes. So, well, thank you for sharing with us your tradition. I love that. That's super uh, fun. <laughs> You're welcome. But changing uh, directions a little bit. Um, so, like we kind of talked about, is the holiday season, and that means the year is about to end. Um, so, what things should we be completing at work um, to start the new year off right? Right. So, there's there's several things that, that you really need to check on um, that pertain to work or employment. Uh, most of these deadlines will be, you know, December 31st. So, you know, I'll try to repeat that as we go through (laughs) each one. And there may be a few different um, deadlines. But one of the most important things and one of probably the most overlooked things is to update your personal information. Hmm. So if you've moved, uh, maybe you've um, canceled your landline and you're just using cell phones now, Mm -hmm. 
Um, you need to make sure, number one, that your employer has your most updated information. But really that applies to anywhere that you have a banking relationship, investment accounts, um, because you think about tax documents. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the correct address, then there's going to be a delay getting your tax documents to you. Um, and you might be ready to file your taxes and you don't have everything. Yeah. So that would be uh, something that's very important to make sure that everything is correct mm-hmm. as far as your personal contact information. Um, and I would say also, if you are maxing out your retirement plan at mm-hmm. work, and there are many people that do, you may need to just double check and make sure that you are on track to do that. If you're not, then you would need to coordinate with your HR person and get with them. And honestly, I, I the contribution would need to go in by December 31st, mm-hmm. but you would need to give a little bit more lead time in order for your HR person to make any changes to your payroll information. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yes, that deadline would be December 31st, but you would need to give probably, I would say, ASAP mm-hmm. on, on getting that done. Uh, another one would be uh, to look at your flexible savings account. Um, sometimes it's called a flexible spending account. If you have one of those at work, usually they are a use it or lose it type account, Mm -hmm. which means that if there's any dollars left by December 31st, then they go away. They do not roll over into January 1. So you want to make sure that you've submitted any receipts in order to be reimbursed, You know, if you have submitted everything, um, maybe check and see if there's an FSA store. A lot of them, um, a lot of these flexible savings accounts have an online website where you can shop at their FSA store Mm -hmm. and you can stock up on things like aspirin, ibuprofen, allergy medicine. And because of COVID, a lot of the uh, hand sanitizer uh, antibacterial wipes and mm-hmm. things like that are now also um, qualified products okay. to purchase. So instead of losing that money, make sure that you have spent it all mm-hmm. and, and get the full benefit from that. And so that would also be a December 31st deadline. Uh, and then also your pay time off status. That would also be uh, December 31st. There are some companies that do not allow you to roll over pay time off or they have a cap. Mm-hmm. on the paid time off. So you want to make sure that you have taken all of your days and not, you know, throwing them away, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, so that would be something that, you know, if you do have additional days that you need to take, make sure you take those by December 31st. Um, one thing uh, that really is more of a as soon as possible <laughs> would be just to double check and make sure that you have signed up for all of your benefits you know, your health insurance, your dental insurance, vision insurance, supplemental life insurance, Mm -hmm. any of those things um, require usually an open enrollment at the end of the year. And some companies that deadline may have passed, you know, others it may not have. So double check, make sure you have signed up for everything Mm -hmm. that you need to sign up for. And then the last thing is uh, a health savings account, which is different from the previous account that I talked about, a flexible savings account. A health savings account is uh, you can carry that over. The things to be concerned about here would be 
if you're trying to maximize the contributions. Mm -hmm. And those are set by the IRS. The contribution limits are. And so, and they change usually every year. So make sure if you're wanting to maximize your health savings account that you are, are doing it up to the current level. Yeah. And you do have until April the 15th to count towards the 2021 tax year. Okay. So those would be, you know, kind of employer-related mm-hmm. yeah. um, deadlines and really things to check on and make sure that you've um, mm-hmm. done. Yeah. I think it's a good tip, too, to share that, um, you know, maybe you're uncertain as to what things or what stuff might um you know, maybe that's something Tony mentioned um, pertains to you. Just reach out to your HR department, whoever that may be, and just be like, hey, I just want to verify that there's nothing I need to do before the year ends, just so that there's nothing hanging over you or you miss out on some opportunity or benefit as the new year starts. Yes, absolutely. And I have heard stories even, you know, last year of people missing their open enrollment window to sign up and then realized in the middle of January Mm -hmm. that they didn't have any dental insurance. Oh, gosh. So, you know, those are things that, you know, set it on your calendar. Mm -hmm. Just double check every year and make sure. I know we just had our open enrollment and um, I have currently still been on my parents, but I turned 26 in April. Um, And so that means I have to start paying for my own insurance, health insurance, all the things. Right. Um, so anyone who's listening who's 25 who will be turning 26, prepare for that. Right. Um, Time to be yes. an official adult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but so I called our HR person. I was like, hey, like, do I need to sign up now? Or whatever. And she explained to me, you know, the whole process of what I needed to do. And But just definitely making sure and checking um, with them. They, you know, they look at this stuff all the time. They are the people who have the answers for you. So definitely reach out to them. That's exactly right. Um, and so we kind of talked about some stuff to do with employment, but beyond that, um, what are some things that we should be um, accomplishing or doing um, or have on our end of year to-do list? Right. So personally, you know, it really depends on, you know, what assets you have. And, you know, I may mention some things that, that you may not have, but there are people, you know, out there that do. So I, I did want to include them. Um, as far as December 31st deadlines, um, any 529 contributions need to be done uh, by December 31st to count towards that tax year. Um, and then any what we call tax loss harvesting needs to be done by December 31st. And I'll, I'll kind of define that for those that aren't sure what that is. It basically is a strategy where an investor will sell a particular position, so a stock or a mutual fund or a bond, um, intentionally at a loss mm-hmm. in order to offset any gains that they may have had earlier in the year. So, you know, I, I would say work with your investment advisor mm-hmm. um, to see if that's something that you need to do. And that is a, a little bit more complicated. So that would be something get some help on if you feel yeah. feel that you need to. And you honestly can talk with your CPA as well. Uh, and so that would be, that has to be done by December 31st. Um, another thing that I would say would be as soon as possible would be any charitable distributions um, that you want to do. Um, charitable distributions, meaning charitable donations. So mm-hmm. distributions from your accounts out to a charity. 
Uh, a lot of people, you know, maybe you got a bonus, maybe you had more taxable income this year than you did last year. So you can reduce your taxable income mm-hmm. by giving to charity. Uh, now, there are other ways too, but if you want to use that strategy, it's going to take the the charity a little bit of time to process your donation, mm-hmm. especially if you are gifting uh, appreciated securities. And by that, I mean, if you, for example, if you have a stock, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, XYZ company stock that you paid $10 for, and now it's worth $100 per share. Mm-hmm. So you can give that to the charity, take the deduction at the $100 a share, and not pay tax on that gain, mm-hmm. on that $90, because, you know, 100 minus 10 is 90. So um, that will take a little bit longer to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the custodians, uh, some of the deadlines where they guarantee it'll happen have passed, but sometimes it can still be done. So that would definitely be something to check on if you want to gift mm-hmm. that way. And of course, you can always write a check. Um, but just I would always give it some lead time and don't wait until the yeah. last minute. So that's another one. Um, the last one that I'll talk about is a lot of people are interested in Roth IRAs. And they're interested in converting, uh, moving their traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. And what that means is you're, you're changing the type of investment vehicle and you will owe tax mm-hmm. on that money. So the conversion deadline is December 31st which is different from the contribution mm-hmm. deadline, which is April 15th. So a lot of people get those mixed up. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to bring that out because if you're interested in converting from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, you do have to have that done by December 31st to okay. fall in this tax year. But if you already have a Roth IRA and you want to do a contribution, you have until April 15th okay. to fund it. So difference there between the conversion and mm-hmm. the contribution. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that's very good information. I know um, I know some people, they'll mention IRAs or 401ks or all that stuff, and they're like, oh, I don't have to worry about that right now. Um, but I always like to mention, you know, the earlier you start, the better off you're going to be. Yes. Um, set your future self up for success is what Absolutely. I always tell people. Um, so definitely considering those things. And this is kind of off of, um, you know, that. But also, if your company has a 401k program, um, especially if you have the type of company that matches a percentage of what you match, take advantage of that. That's free money sitting on the table. Yes. Don't let it go to waste. Exactly. That's that's what we tell uh, everyone that we counsel. You know, one of the first things that we ask is, are you contributing and how much and mm-hmm. what is the match? Yeah. So you always want to, and, and I know this is a little bit off topic, but one of the things that we recommend is to go up at least 1% mm-hmm. each year. And before you know it, you've, you know, you're at 10 or you're at 15. Yeah. But we always want to start where the match is Mm -hmm. because that is money that you're leaving on the table that the employer will put into your account. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So such good information. Um, So since we kind of are talking about, um, you know, IRAs, 401ks, and like I said, you know, start as early as possible for sure. Um, 
you know, investing in that future for yourself. But um, I've learned this term at the end of last year, actually. And I was like, what in the mess? Because it's never been on my radar. <laughs> um, so for anyone who's listening and might not know, um, there are these things called RMDs. And I'm going to let you explain what those okay. are and why do they matter to yes. us? Yes, yes. Uh, it's a very large topic and and something that we talk a lot about mm-hmm. um, to clients to you know people we run into. So let me just kind of define what a required minimum distribution mm-hmm. is. So if you are seventy two years old and you have qualified retirement money, and what that means is if you have an IRA, if you have a four hundred one k, a four hundred three b then you have to take, starting at age 72, a required minimum distribution from your account. And the way that's calculated is um, we'll take the market value from the last day of the year, Mm -hmm. so 1231, and then we multiply it by a factor, which is the uh, IRS life expectancy tables. So that's the 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 calculation Mm -hmm. so you're not going normally you are not going to have the same amount every single year and it's not something where we can say oh it'll be 3.5 percent or it'll be 4.2 percent it's going to be based on your market value at the end of the year and then what the life expectancy tables are and you know unfortunately we turn a year older (laughs) or maybe fortunately you know every year so uh the purpose of the required minimum distributions is to start making you liquidate that account and pay taxes on it. Now, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to get into political stuff, (laughs) um, you know, but that's what it's designed to do is. And so the older that you get, obviously your life expectancy, it gets shorter Mm -hmm. and shorter. And so you have to take out more each year. There's, several ways that you can do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the easiest ways is you can, you know, once you find out what your amount is that you have to take out, you can just take a, you know, get them to send you a check and you cash it and put it in your checking account. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the distributions are taxable. So they are added to your taxable income. But if you have an individual investment account, a, a joint um, investment account, mm-hmm. you can actually transfer securities. Okay. So, you know, you don't have to take cash. And especially if you feel, well, I really don't need this money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people do like it because it can kind of add to their uh, lifestyle spending. Yeah. Um, whether it's gifting or, uh, you know, an unexpected expense during mm-hmm. the year. But if you really don't need it, you can move securities in that amount from your, you know, and I'll use an IRA as an example, from your IRA into an after-tax account. And now you have to pay tax on it, Mm -hmm. but it at least stays invested. Yeah. So that's one thing that you can do. There's another way, which a lot of people don't know, that uh, you can make that distribution not taxable to you. And that's called a a QCD or Qualified Charitable Distribution. So the difference here is that when you take the distribution, and I say you take, when when you are planning the distribution, you send that distribution directly to the charity. Hmm. 
So you authorize your custodian to, let's say your required minimum distribution is $5,000. So you would authorize the custodian to send $5,000 from directly from your IRA to your church or to St. Jude's Mm -hmm. or to whatever charitable organization you would like. As long as it does not come to you, mm-hmm. then it's a non-taxable distribution okay. to you. So you do not have to add that to your taxable income. Hmm. And for people who take the standard deduction with their tax returns, this can be a great strategy. Mm-hmm. So um, I know a lot of my clients, they they write their, their tithe checks, and so... It allows them to send it directly from their investment account. It's non-taxable instead of us sending it to them, mm-hmm. it being taxable, and then they write a check yeah. you know, to, to the charity. So it works very well, and that would be an option mm-hmm. if, if that would work for you. And I do want to say, you know, I am giving all this information as a financial planner. Obviously, I am not a CPA. Mm-hmm. I am not an attorney. I'm not an HR professional. So the information I'm giving is pretty general. Mm-hmm. So anyone that is interested in this, you know, please give me a call to talk more specifics or check with your your professionals, mm-hmm. you know, your CPA, your attorney or your HR professional to check on your specific situation yeah. because you know, obviously, I'm I'm giving general information. Mm-hmm. I, there's not I'm not going over every single little caveat. So, just wanted to put that little disclosure in there that <laughs> you know sometimes we have to look at things like income levels mm-hmm. or or other things like that in order to make sure that you you do qualify and can do some of these strategies. But um, for the most part, for the average people, you know, uh, this qualified charitable distribution works well. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, since you mentioned, you know, give you a call if um, we're needing any of that, um, I just wanted to remind everyone that, you know, is listening, if they do want to connect with Tony or uh, Summit Financial in general, you can go to um, our website or stop by any of our locations and we can get you connected with them. Um, if you decide to do it online, you can go to mycentric.org slash summit dash financial um, and it pops up a little form. You put in all your information and we get it to them so they can contact you. Um, and I know they're pretty good about you know, getting back with everyone. So um, it's definitely a super easy thing for you to take advantage of and be able to connect. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, so we're we're kind of going into a new year. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have maybe some extra time during the holidays to kind of sit and talk and, you know, maybe make goals mm-hmm. for the new year. Uh, so that would be something if, if you are looking for some guidance um, you know, maybe need some opinions on things or, you know, kind of a second opinion, mm-hmm. um, some recommendations, we would be more than happy to meet, meet with you and, and discuss yes. any of those things. <laughs> yes. Um, so you kind of mentioned, I mean, I feel like we've, you know, gone all over this. We've talked about how they can connect with you. Um, and like you said, y'all are more than happy to talk with them. And you know, I mean, just as part of the reason this is such a great partnership between Centric and Summit Financial is because we really are just both trying to help the people in our community live better. Um, and so what are some ways how Summit Financial can help Centric's members um, with preparing for the new year and living better? 
Right. So, you know, some of the strategies that I mentioned, uh, you know, the tax loss harvesting, uh, Roth IRA conversions, your your charitable planning, you know, we can help with any of those, um, setting up qualified charitable distributions, analyzing to see if that would work well for you. We can do all of that. Uh, if you are going to be retiring uh, anytime within the next five years, we'd love to get started with you. There's a lot of things that we like to kind of do pre-retirement mm-hmm. to set you up for just the, the best transition possible into the retired world. So we would absolutely be interested in talking with you, you know, running a financial plan. Uh, you know, so many people, you know, do you know how much money you need mm-hmm. to retire? And, you know, if you've got questions about any of that, we'll be glad to go through it and and help you answer those questions. Um, another thing that I, I know a lot of people, I don't want to say struggle with, but, you know, we, we don't stay at one job for, mm-hmm. you know, 40 to 50 years like our grandparents did yeah. or, you know, things like that. And so a lot of us have kind of old 401ks just mm-hmm. hanging out at our old employers you know plan so if that's something where you know you have several you know consolidation is always a great thing um to kind of not have things that you've forgotten about Mm -hmm. not have things straggling out where you're not sure what it's doing and so we can help you analyze that and look you know maybe the best thing is to roll them all into your current 401k Or if you have something else in mind, maybe we we set up an IRA for you. Mm -hmm. But we'll go through all of those things and determine what is best for you. And I think, again, going back to our philosophy and Centric's philosophy is we want to serve our clients, serve our members, and do what's best for them. Mm -hmm. And that is always the overarching priority for us. Definitely. Again, like you said, and we both said, it's part of why we partner with Summit Financial. And um, for those listening, again, you know, visit mycentric.org to get connected with them or come to any of our locations. Um, you know, this is one of those benefits out there for you. Um, and, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And if you're not looking at this every day, then you you probably still don't know. And so taking advantage of the fact that there are people out there who this is their expertise, um, you know, get advice where you can. Absolutely. That's that's what we're here for. Definitely. We just want to help our members live better. So take advantage of that. You know, if you have moved past the phase, um, Centric has our certified financial counselors um, that can help you with budgeting and credit building and all that stuff. But if you've moved past that, if you've built your credit up, if you've reached your financial goals, um, if you've gotten yourself on a good budget, and so your next step is thinking about your future, please, please connect with Summit Financial um, You know, and, and trust that we trust them the way that you trust us. And so take advantage of that. Um, but thank you so much for spending uh, this time with us again, Tony. Yes, kind of a, you know, dry topics, but it's something that's important and needs to be covered. Definitely, so. definitely. Well, thank you so much. And I hope everyone listening, um, you know, got to take some notes and will, you know, really take advantage of this. Right. Hopefully we made it a little interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast and tune back in next month for another episode of the Live Better Podcast by Centric FCE. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And to ensure you never miss out on helpful tips, like us on Facebook at Centric Federal Credit Union and find us at MyCentric on Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube. You can find information about today's topic, our monthly blog, and more at MyCentric.org. Centric is federally insured by the NCUA.